0: and all started with a thought One
1: thing about life, about life, about life. It always was serious out. fun. I don't know it's going to work. It's out. the fun show, Dave.
2: Thank God. Finally.
1: <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. Dave Bag,
3: he's been begging me. Never <coughs> begging begging him.
1: Please, a fun show, Brooks. No more. It's been too serious. It's been too hard on your boy. Too hard on your boy. So we are going to do the fun show today. Woohoo! Per Dave's request, we're going to hang out with you for a little bit on the Serious Fun Podcast, just Dude. just yuck it up, chop it up with my boy Dave. Thank God, man. Thank God.
3: Seriously. And I know if you're listening to this, you're feeling the relief too because like this is this is I told Brooks a couple days ago, I said the first podcast we did and this podcast are the only two podcasts I've actually been excited for. It. Like, once I knew what we were in, tr- like, what I was in for, this has been hard. So, I also did tell him if he pulls any fast ones on me, I'm going home.
1: And I said, On my word, you would get no clips on Satanism today, and I am going to hold my word. Thank I would you, never <laughs> do that to you, <laughs> you without dude. your consent. So, I Yeah, I'm here to hang out with you, man.
3: This is exciting.
1: Um, I have a couple of things. Okay. You know? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I have, I think, but it's because it's the fun show. Right. Okay, so I have a couple of things. Okay. One of the things that we said we were going to do on air is you invited me into a fantasy football league.
3: I did. I did. How did that go for you? Well, you tried tried to finagle your way into some some deals that I don't think were were totally, uh, totally fair. So here's, here's the deal. I have, uh, my college roommate and I, we've played fantasy football. We played Madden. Madden was the jam for a long time, you know, and he's up in New Jersey now. His name's Coop. And the past three years, we have run a fantasy football league. He has run a fantasy football league and I've won the last two and we needed we needed another guy we had some people drop out and we got another guy but in the meantime coop had filled the, filled the spot so now we need another guy another guy
1: and then dave
3: calls me and i've i call brooks and i say brooks i need you man <laughs> i'm asking for some for some support it's 30 bucks to get into the league and what did you say man well
1: what my reply was well david I pay literally zero attention to the NFL. I understand. I could pay attention to the NFL. Mm -hmm. I have in the past paid attention to the NFL. You're a Titans fan. You've been to games. I've been to games, and I have also played in fantasy leagues. So I'm not above fantasy, and I'm not above paying attention to the NFL. What I was saying is that I haven't. Paid attention to the NFL in any recent time, so it puts me at a disadvantage when we got the the draft coming up. The draft is on Monday, so I did try to swing a deal
3: with Dave. He did, and I was amenable to the first deal that you swung, which was uh, if I win, if he joins the league and I win, which would be a three peat, right? So you know we're looking good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, it's like it's a you know, then he would get his money back. Uh huh. You know, so it's. I said, "Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that." And then I said, "Well, what if I win?" And, and then I said, "I would like my money back." Right. And what is, did, I, what did know, I say in reply? He thinks that if he wins, I should pay him <laughs> an additional thirty dollars.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I,
1: I I feel like I that know. would really lift the stakes up. Is if I won, you'd actually owe me money, then I'd be down sixty dollars exactly. And it's like, but but that only you'd only be down if I won. You know what I'm saying, so I like I do know what you're saying, but okay. So maybe this will put you in the mood, okay? Maybe this will put you in the mood to work a deal with me. All right, <laughs> okay. So what this is, you're the audience is only going to hear the audio, which yep. I think will speak for itself. Yep. But recently, uh, my wife's father, his name is Rob, my father-in-law. He has a radio. Now, uh, it's a sports talk podcast at this point. He started in radio, and recently he contacted me and said, hey, you know, uh, I've been listening to your podcast. It sounds really great. I've been looking at some of the people that you manage. I think their content looks really cool. Would you be open to helping me, like, ramp up my image on uh, YouTube and whatnot? I said, Rob, I'd I'd love to help you. And, uh, well, let's do a live look up here just for funsies. Let's go to what Rob's show currently sounds like so you can hear the intro. I think this would really help. And, you know, since I'm just hanging out with my boy Dave here, yeah. might as well just, like, you know, have a, have a blasty blast. So this is from yesterday, August 31st. I'm going to click here. No ad should be popping up, I'm pretty sure. So we're going to – okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> He's got a he's got a ticker.
3: He's got a 35 second countdown. Got some some nice uh, sponsors of the show, and he's got he's got an
1: old Hulk. It's a it's a video old, montage old now. Clips. Some clips from the SEC Network. Hope those are licensed. Can't comment. Pretty sure they are though.
3: Respect. Respect. Got some celebrations Spot
1: here.
5: Lines with Rob Wait. Brown. Talk sporty to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> talk sporty
1: to me, okay. All right, and boom, and it's like, hey, it's Rob Brown here. Got it, okay. Yep. All right, and that is not Howley's voice, by the way. This talk sporty to me—that's not Howley's voice. So it, it has like a, you know, he targets SEC network like territory. Totally. You know, he's although he presents neutrally on his show, he graduated from Auburn huge Auburn fan, tapped into the network, right? So, uh, uh, Good old bamboo boys. Exactly. And he's from Bama, Tennessee, Tennessee, but he loved Auburn. Yeah, Georgia, And uh, I think yeah. there's some family history. I think his dad went to Auburn, that sort of thing. And that's where his son, Will, one of uh, Hallie's brothers, Wilson, my brother-in-law, went to school. So they're big Auburn fans. So this is the updated Sidelines branding. Are you ready for this? Dude? I'm ready for
3: it. Are dude. you sure? I, I right, am. Let's do it.
5: You're listening to
3: Sidelines with Rob Brown. Nice, dude. let's go. Very solid, very solid. The graphic is very good. Neon sign, football pops in. Nice cursive, looking looking hot.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, we got like some, you know, we got some football energy present. It's coming up on college football season. It's coming up on the NFL. So
3: you know, I could be, I could be swayed. I'm telling you, man, I think you should get in because. You know, the competition in the rest of the league is pretty minimal, you know, if I'm being real honest. I mean, there's a couple guys in there that had some good teams. And, you know, you never know what can happen, man. You never know what can happen. You pick a team, you run the draft, set your lineups, you see what happens. You know what, Dave? I think we just – I think we need to bring this segment back. This is the
1: perfect time. Let's hear it. Anthropology. Anthropology. Oh, we're back. We're back to anthropology. Little you are you ready? Yeah. Dave for all these men out there that want to perform well in their upcoming fantasy football <laughs> draft, what are two time repeat champion fantasy football league Dave Robinson's top tips? Man, I tell you. Oh, what, I brother. tell I you what, Dave, brother.
3: And if you want to, oh boy, if you want to win your fantasy football league, you gotta tell me. You got to. You got to buck conventional wisdom. Tell Dave. You got to buck conventional wisdom. Conventional wisdom says that you got to take your running backs early. You got to <laughs> take them real early. You got to go for big backs and you got to go early. That's what I hear. Yep. But I'm here to tell you today that you should say, Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell you should wait no. to the fourth or fifth round to pick up those running backs. Tell me why, Dave. Because today's NFL is pass driven. It's pass-driven.
1: They've been running that spread offense ever since the Tim
3: Tebow They days. sure have, and running backs often run the football by committee. They We don't have lead backs that we used to anymore. What about my Titans? Hey, man, Derrick Henry's a beast. Derrick Henry's a and, beast, and boy. I, I, think that, I think that you get better bang for your buck, filling out your two receiver spots, and then picking up – Maybe a second round pick or a third round pick on like a Pat Mahomes. <laughs> you think Pat Mahomes <laughs> slipping to the I third think. round? God I, I, damn it. Well, Dave. see, I, that's what I'm saying, man. Pat then, Mahomes in the third round. Uh, you're going to do mean, me like that? I you're mean, trying to
1: convince me in a fantasy football draft. You're out here telling me Pat Mahomes is slipping to the third uh, round. Pick
3: up a Lamar Jackson, pick up a Josh Allen, pick up an Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. Someone's going to be slinging the football, right? And, you know. I know. I what sweat. about in
1: these receivers? Somebody's got to catch the ball.
3: Somebody's got to catch the ball, and I happen to be a big tight end fan. You only get one, and there's only a couple elite tight ends, so I like picking my tight ends early. Because I so. tell you what, they'll make. They can make or break you.
1: A tight end. You heard it here, I, folks. <laughs> tight <Tide laughs> ends. Heard it here. Tight ends. They
3: can make or break you,
1: Mantha. And that is that is today's edition of Manthropology. Manthropology. Oh
2: come on! Oh yeah,
1: the double click. Anthropology, anthropology, and and just because I'm not done with this voice, I want to play a, uh, I want to play Skunk Holler by our boy Nate Dog.
3: (laughs) Damn it, Dave! (laughs) So are you in or not, brother? You telling me
6: tight ends Uh are the key to the game? I'm
3: telling you, man. Tight ends and a quarterback
1: that can sling it around. I'm telling you. It's quite the tip. That is, it's coming quite, a two-time
3: champ here. So, you quite know. the tip. Two-time Damn, champ. Dude. You
1: know, I, I, you're, you're putting up a good fight, dude. But the show ain't over yet. Oh man. Okay. Um, you also wanted to do something else today on the show, and that was, uh, I, b- I believe it, it was the opposite of this.
6: Stay off the weed <laughs> it's Stay off the weed yeah, And you can't up. stay off the weed He ain't getting busted for using weed Stay off the weed
1: Dave wanted to get back on the weed today So back we're gonna on do on it We're okay. hanging out we are, So uh, you know what that means guys It's time for one of our favorite songs
2: Get up! room, in the those kids
3: over there smoking the devil's lettuce. <laughs> it's so funny. So it's good. so good. It's so good. Every time. Smoking the devil's lettuce.
1: It's good every single time. Another Nate track. Nate Dog, the handler. Let's give it up for Nate Dog. for sure. What a legend. Handling so, <laughs> I am about to be uh, smoking a ton of the devil's lettuce with yeah, Nate Dogg. Really, uh, really quick. Um, because some cool stuff has happened. Uh, you know, what does the king say? <laughs> <laughs> <resist>
3: so <laughs> you have to get the money. Man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I had. I'm gonna interject here real quick because I I had a uh, money experience this past weekend. Can I tell you a tale, please? I'm gonna tell our the listeners. Floor is yours. Thank David. you, man. This is exciting. this is about
1: time, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna soak this. Just soak it up, dude. Just I'm soak it up on this podcast. <laughs> we're gonna have so many people say, "Hey, we need you to hang out more and less of the serious stuff. Brokes more mm. fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, just from the what, backgrounds, you know. I, I can, We're open I can, to it. I'm open to more fun. We'll see I happens. definitely all right. am. All right. So I went to the Bahamas this past weekend. Had an opportunity to go through our friend Mason, who has a uh, a brand deal. From a nutrition product of his company with Spartan, which is super cool. And I've been running these obstacle course races for 10 years, right? Done 80 of them-ish. Right. So I get to go, but I, I got the shoulder thing going on. I can't race. So I'm there. We're having a good time. The race is early Saturday. We get in Friday. We have all day Saturday and all day Sunday to hang out. So Saturday, we're hanging out in these little, you know, tiki lounge type things by the beach. We're in the downtown area now we're out away from the resort we're, we're in like the we just had fish fry you know like the local place all the locals are telling us oh you got to go to the fish fry you got to go to the fish fry definitely right? so, so we go to the fish fry and we pop out to this little cantina thing you know and we're <clears throat> some of the guys were smoking cigars i'm not a cigar smoker uh it's i keep i, I inhale yeah right and then mm-hmm. cigars mess me up right mm-hmm. so i'm hanging out and a lady comes over and one of the gentlemen in, in our hangout group, his name is Rob. He had nice, long, luscious locks, long, flowing hair. And and a, a local local woman comes over and she's like, hey, I'll braid your hair, you know. And, and we, we had to go to him to get him to do it. You know, like, you got to do it, man. Braid you, braid gotta gotta hair. Do you got it. Yeah. locks like that. You got to sure, get it braided. For sure, Come for on, sure, for sure. So, you know, and, and it happened he was going to Mexico right after this trip. So it just it turned out nice, looked great on him. Had a good time. She goes, Hey, you guys should take a boat out tomorrow. Or like, what are you guys doing tomorrow? And we're like, ah, we don't know. And she says, You should take a boat out. Go talk to those guys at the end of the end of the, you know, beach or whatever. Right. And so two guys go out. We uh, they talk to this guy named Biggs, right? Biggs hooked us up for fifty bucks a person to take us out on a three or four hour boat ride the next day. And they were gonna pick us up at at ten AM, right? So it's like, okay. So the next morning we go out to this boat or get picked up or we actually got a taxi took it back to the spot walked down the beach met up with biggs got into a a taxi with one of his his dudes antonio and antonio takes us to the dock and we pop on a boat and sure enough the five of us are out on a boat in the bahamas cruising along listening to some to some rap tunes from, from some artists that I'm not familiar with from the modern day, but <laughs> you know, hey, having some drinks, having some drinks, we were drinking a little bit of rum. It was very nice. Caribbean you know, rum, Caribbean man. Rum, if you're going to drink there rum, do it. it's a good place to do it. You know, and so we're having a good time and, and somebody, uh, somebody asked, hey, is it okay if we, you know, smoke a little bit of the devil's lettuce? You know, we happen to, to have a little bit of, of ganja, of gatun lati down there, right? A little bit of cannabis. It was quite lovely. And, uh, one of the guys was like, Hey, do y'all want some more? And we thought, you know, I think we're good, but on second thought, maybe, right? Maybe we could go for just, you know, a little more who Mm -hmm. knows. Right. Mm -hmm. So somebody had a 20 and it was passed to me and I have a 20 and I pass it to the second hand, the assistant boat captain who now has 40. No, no, no. Who just oh, has okay, the, just right. at the same 20? You're the intermediary. I'm the intermediary of the, of the passer. And I made the exchange from gentleman one to boat captain number two. And as boat captain number two went to make the exchange to boat captain number one, as we are going 20 knots through the ocean, it slipped through the fingers. Oh, <laughs> No, know. no, Dave. The money, the money. <laughs> and we're in the ocean, right? And you know, there's it takes us time. What's going to happen? I don't know. So the guy's like, "Oh, what happened?" Right? The money, the money. So we whip it back around. I'm thinking, there's no way we're going to find this twenty-dollar bill because you're floating, floating in the ocean. Too hard. Yeah, yeah. We're going pretty fast on the way out, right? Well, sure enough, floating in the ocean, we see the twenty currents going all which way you know i'm see atlantis right here next to me there's we're in the middle it's beautiful out but there's stuff going on right you know we whip it back around we're trying to get in into position right you know we're just you know the captains right it's we don't know when it's gonna sink who knows but we it's whip funny. it around we we turn the corner and i'm in the bow of the boat and man he, he the captain got us close enough and i said hang on to me <laughs> And I bent over the, leaned over the side of the boat and somebody grabbed an ankle and somebody else grabbed an ankle and I made the snag. And I held my arm up and I said, we got
2: the money. <laughs> we got the money. You hit him with the, we got the money. Man. I hit him with a, we got, we got the, the money. money. And
3: it was, <laughs> to me personally, hysterical. Yeah. To everyone else, it was the big win because we got the money. And we were able to Smoke a holy joint on the on the boat. Went snorkeling, s- snorkel with some pigs. Then they tried to pull a fast one on us. I'm gonna end this here with the fast one that they pulled. What? And they said actually it was two fifty a person. We said, "No, sir.
2: No, <laughs> it was not." Holy cow! <laughs> what? <laughs> it was not.
3: No, sir. It was not and uh you know i was like yeah all right maybe there's some misunderstanding i wasn't the one there right you know but all of it was very clear they he was like dude i confirmed like three times i need fifty dollars per person you know for this thing right and he's like oh let me call Big up so he calls Big up and he's like i don't know what do you want to do well what do you guys want to do and you know what's what cash do you have and i was like listen man we don't have any more cash because this was supposed to be fifty dollars a person so what are we going to do and Whoa. yeah dude and I mean we're like in this little boat harbor in a very touristy area but still like you know driving in this dude's boat and his buddy and there's five of us and you know here's 260 bucks you know ten dollars more than we said we were gonna have and we're supposed to do like two hours worth more of stuff and I was like, well what can't we do here?
1: mm you know how did that go?
3: uh well we ended up hanging out there for another 20 30 minutes snorkeling around which was nice. I mean, they had snorkel masks and stuff. So like, you know, you guys can use these snorkel around, finish some drinks and just went on back in the Harbor. Wow. Know? And, uh, it ended up being honestly pretty perfect just in terms of the time and the, you know, we're out there in the sun, sure, right, you know, et cetera, et cetera, So it was, it was good timing. Everybody was, was, uh, still had their wits about them, you know, and ended up being very smooth. So, That is quite the story, David. Quite the tale. Quite the tale. I'm glad to hear. I'm
1: glad to hear that you came out with your, uh, you know, everything intact,
3: dude. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't have a shoulder to swing on, so I would, you know, I'd be just, just gonna go with the old front kick if I ever needed it. You you don't want to have to pull it out. You don't don't want to have to, but you know, it's good to have it available. The old Leonidas down the well. Let let
1: this be a lesson to all those uh hopeful international travelers. Yep. One of the things about being a an American, in particularly a white dude that is also an American, is that uh you can be target for the shakedown, dude.
3: No to about it.
1: And it's it's a tough situation.
3: It is, you know. Cash should have been exchanged up front, you know, maybe fifty now, fifty later type thing, you know, and, and hey, it's a great lesson to, to learn. You know, everybody was hanging out and, and at no times anybody ever felt unsafe you know it was just like okay well what are we going to do about this you know like cuz you're not getting any more money and this is your boat <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you know what what are we going to do so ended up being uh being all gravy and good times were had by all.
1: I'm glad that you came out and had a good time. Uh, That makes the most sense to me in the world, that that could happen in that type of situation. I've been in situations like that. And uh, let's just say, I I think you handled it with some real class, you
3: know, yeah, conversation, keep the cool head, keep the cool head, but you let them know that, you know, Hey, like I'm, I'm not going to, no, it's good good. notes for me, man, because,
1: uh, yeah, I am a, we're gonna take it well. This will be the last show we do in person until possibly like January. Yep. So I'm soaking this one in. Yep. We will do shows, but they will be uh. Auto- That's what you do know. you think? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, okay, because you'll have a space away. But yes, we will do shows, and I have some. Uh, I get the feeling that some of the shows will just be you know me like
2: this. I'm here alone in our Zoom room. I mean, I have nobody to talk to. It's just me, myself, and I, and my shadow.
1: Wow, that's gonna be me when I try to do the when I try to do the uh, Satanism yeah. episode and say, "Hey, Dave, we're gonna do the Satanism episode today," I'm and then he should be like, "Oh, Zoom really? Room. Okay, great."
2: I'm here alone in the Zoom room
1: for real. High probability. High probability. And I will likely do some shows uh, myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, might might have a stand in. Who yeah, knows? We could get yes. a Nate Dog sighting on a sit stand- on a sit in. Great. You think that would be good? I would
3: love that. All yeah, right, Dave. Do. Dave,
1: if it's Dave approved, I will definitely consider it. And yeah, I mean, uh, so what we're we got Captain Taylor Morgan's Immersion's coming immersion up. coming up. Then right after that, myself and Nate Dog. Are going to be heading down to Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> Hallie's going to be joining us a, two weeks after that because she's so. working the Goddess Retreat with uh, some of our dear friends, Rachel and Kimmy. Mm-hmm. So we just got stuff that we're going to be, you know, transitioning to and and focusing on, and it's going to make doing shows like this every week uh, very challenging. Work. And we just want to engage the audience and just let them know, hey, like we're gonna keep doing shows. I'm gonna keep doing shows. You're gonna keep hearing from Brooks and Dave. I know that the, some of the some of them will have to be really fun if I'm gonna get Dave on to do them, and he still owes us a UFO episode that I he do. and Nate Dogg are crafting. So we definitely got to do stuff like that. All right, um, and I think this is a great time to to thank some of our producers. What do you think about that? Yeah. All right. There's one thing you got to remember about the Serious Fun Podcast.
0: It doesn't care whether you don't know. It doesn't care whether you're nescient or ignorant. It's in effect. It's binding. And it is immutable.
1: Oh, my. And we are back into the producer segment of the Serious Fun Podcast. Dave, you're right over there, bro. You got me. Oh, we got him. And we got you. Thank you, dear listener, for being a producer of the Serious Fun Podcast. If you are here, you are donating your time. You've taken time out of your day to listen to us hang out, have a good time. And for that, we appreciate it. All listeners of this show are producers. Why, Dave? Because we believe in the value for value method, which is giving that time, talent, and treasure in exchange for the value that you feel that Dave and I are creating for you on a mostly weekly basis. Yeah. On a mostly weekly basis. And these deconstructions, these episodes that we've done, these are going to be here for people whenever they want to listen to them. They may get value from them two years from now and decide... I got value from this show and I'm willing to give that back in the form of my time, my talent, or my treasure.
3: Joe Rogan mentioned on his th- third or fourth podcast ago, uh, the one with Oliver Anthony, the new North Richmond, North of Richmond artist, mm-hmm. uh, song that swept the nation. It's the number one song in America right now. Uh, they were just bullshitting in the first 20 minutes of the episode. and Joe says, did you know that since 1997, only two countries allow pharmaceutical companies to play their commercials on television. The guy was like, no. The USA and who? And I knew it. New Zealand, you sick son of a gun. You got me. Thanks, buddy. So I'm, you're informing us, Brooks. You're informing the people. We thank all you producers for all your time, talent, and treasure. Dude.
1: Dude. On the last episode that I listened to of the No Agenda podcast, excuse me, of the Mo Facts podcast, both of whom have been producers of this show by providing me with that value, and I look forward to hoping to send some listeners their way. Mo Facts and uh, Adam Curry. Adam Curry was one of the co-founders and co-creators of podcasting. They said something about a new show that adam had just dropped a dropped called boostagram ball boostagrams ball boost a boostagram because we are actually pushing out our podcast on a modern day like podcasting 2.0 app that i'm hopefully going to start to help people migrate to and they can actually give us what are called uh uh, boostagrams and i believe i think it's boostagrams uh They basically can give you donations and listen to you live, and you could get donations live, and there's lots of different ways that you can donate in the Value for Value system. I'm still learning about the ecosystem of Value for Value, all the tools that are there, all the way that people connect with the audience, and so I am taking inspiration from people like Adam Curry, people like Mo Fax, and they were talking about on the Boostergram ball, it's the first Value for Value podcast with music, and I was like... Uh no, (laughs) Adam Curry. It's possible that the Serious Fun podcast was the first podcast with a value for value music system, and now Adam Curry has created a whole concept bringing the radio DJ back to put music that's value for value into the shows, dude. Hell yeah! I was like.
3: Good ideas, dude. I'm just saying. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. But in this case, I didn't intentionally imitate. That, no, I'm saying he—he he must have heard the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he had to have heard the show. He must be one of those, you know, uh, one of the stats. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Dude. <laughs> We will <were laughs> <so> Thursday stat. <laughs> <the> Thursday
2: stat.
3: <laughs> dude, we were gonna play. We were gonna play one of those too. Do you remember that? Huh? When you uh, you asked you may already have it prepared but uh our dear friend vincent's reaction to one of our conversations
1: oh oh my god okay yeah all, all right. right all right i can i can definitely play that right. we'll right. totally play that yeah. but yeah. for now i just wanted are, to let we, you know that uh yeah. oh, oh. Dude, we got some booty, booty, booty rocking everywhere. Can you believe it, Let's Dave? Hear it, dude. And uh, guess what? It's <laughs> no way. <laughs> Ooh, we got some new we booty, some new, booty. <clears throat> new booty, and that new booty <clears throat> for $5.55, five dollars and fifty-five cents, five-five-five, from Gregory Smith. A cool five from a fan. Much love, fam. Stay groovy. Thank you, Let's Gregory. Go, Greg. Yes, sir. Greg Smith. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for that new booty. And that is that treasure it is that treasure. we're talking about in this value for value segment. Time, talent, and treasure. And Greg Smith has sent us his treasure, $5.55. And he is a producer of the Serious Fun podcast you know
3: what else greg also did tell me drop your fantasy football entry to about 25 bucks huh oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you like that
1: thanks greg dave coming in hot that's all right dave thank you, greg. You, you're winning you're winning right thank now thank you greg and so we also have a, another form of value that we love to receive in the form of talent. Mm. One person that has delivered a ton of talent is the notorious Nate Dog. Nate, Nate Dog, We love Nate Dog. Shout out, Nate Dog. Another round of applause. He has
3: his handprints all over this show, if you all haven't figured it show. out already. He's Thank one you, of buddy. our
1: favorites on this segment. But, Dave, I must ask you, is this a –
3: or flop Man, oh man Ladies and gentlemen We've been talking about Uncle Moon since the first episode Can you believe we it? We
2: got an Uncle Moon
3: sighting, everybody Oh my god Just listen up I'm gonna let it ride, y'all
2: Let's get this man, let's get this, coming at you Uh, I got the heart of a lion, I'm a beast inside I feast at night while everybody's sleeping I'm creeping by, better use your peeping eyes I got the eye of a tiger, got a meme Camouflage like a chameleon, can't see the sky. When I strap on my wings like a phoenix fly, I'm weeping high, cheetah man, I streak it by. I'm a style, you Ferrari on that luxury ride. Out the ashes rising like Tiger Woods in his prime. Modern day samurai, not I stay strapped with a nine. I was christened up on my father, earth the most high. Now I'm stomping all you cockroaches trying to survive. My soul's up a thousand years old, you can't keep up with my grind. All that savage shit that the arcade jungle divides. I'm the tippy top Oh, god, I don't work, but I'll fight, Fight a flight I'm like a a through the night I'll catch you Ravage you Like a pack of rabbit Oh my god Damage you You need you To some And antigen, a body <laughs> <a laughs> you Gotta a be a bot like Gotta My god Coronavirus panicking In 2020 we cancelling Hamels And I'm smoking cannabis With my man again. Step to me you'll be vanishing Like cannibal Electric cannibals Oh
1: yeah, Oh Dave Dave Dave! Uncle Moon coming in hot! Clear bop!
3: Can you believe it? (laughs) And would
1: you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? Uncle Moon is none other than my boy Dave Robinson himself!
2: A clear
1: bop. Clear bop, dude. Clear bop.
3: Uh, and you know, oh, big shout God. out to Clary and Barry, my boy. <laughs> Dude. 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 <laughs> Clary and Barry Clary just and hit them too hit hard, man. so hard. Bro. It is. It's okay. too.
1: It's too good. And Dave, you're in cra- crazy talented, and so and so is your boy. So is your boy Chooch. And I think that uh, there's been rumors that we'll get an Uncle Moon comeback <laughs> yep. on a
3: track with Nate Dog. There's rumors. There in the is streets. Hey, man. So let me. My buddy Chooch and I, Chooch, Chooch, live five houses down and over a street behind my other buddy Dave, Dave Coleman. All right. So Chooch, we've all been in the neighborhood since I was eight years old. The Swood, Surreywood. He's been he's been writing for a very very long time. Uh, we had a thing. He was out of town, lived down south for a while, and he'd come back for Christmas and for seven eight nine years we uh we get together every christmas time or thanksgiving or whatever holiday he's back for and we drink a couple 40s and smoke a couple blunts or joints and pick a pick a beat and let it rip and maybe pick a topic maybe just like write some rhymes back and forth whatever it was so during the pandemic uh we were hanging out a fair amount and we decided to write a song about. Animals and see how many animal spirits, any animal names we can name in the track. And wow, that's where this track came out from, dude? So, seriously, okay. another round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So cool. Yeah. And the UFO, uh, the UFO s- episode may very well have an it, Uncle Moon appearance. It would be an obvious. Uh, home run on a UFO
1: episode talking about outer space and intergalactic shit to have Uncle Moon on is all that I'm 100%, saying.
3: 100%. Um,
1: yeah. So that's definitely uh, uh, definitely looking out for the future drop of and maybe we can get permission from Clary and Barry himself to see if we can play some more of his music on the serious fun podcast. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. That we can drop in awesome. some bopper flops in no the future doubt. and I would love to feature because I've actually heard a lot more of the same <laughs> (laughs) And there's one in particular that I'm greatly looking forward to. No doubt. Um, So, yeah, you can donate your talent in the form of music to the Serious Fun Podcast, and we will play it, and we will play it on Bopper Flop. And, of course, we've mentioned your time. If you're willing to introduce us to somebody, we call that giving them the five-finger face slap. So if you would like to help us get found, go out and ask a new friend this question.
6: What is the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> Slap. Slap.
1: And so uh, Dave's been catching a few less serious fun face slaps uh, this episode than previous episodes, but I told him I'd take it easy on him. And for that, I'm grateful for you for hanging out in the pocket with me. I'm glad I get to chop it up with you one more time in person mm. before we uh, – before. Yeah, before what? We kinda I, I we didn't even say what it was. Well one, we're going to Jamaica. We're linking up with three guys that have contributed music to this show as well, David, Jay Ritten, and Bingy. And they are also traveling as the Wailers Trio. so the King says yes, we'll be getting I'll be chopping it up down in Kingston, telling so the king sick. says yes, man. That's uh, so fucking cool. In Jamaica, bro. But in a moment like this. Yeah, yeah. I'll be getting There's fun. only one answer, <laughs> and so I ask you, what does the king say? Yeah, dude. The king is saying yes, and yes. we are returning to Jamaica Fuck for yeah, we're running the show, we're gonna get it you know primed up looking good and meet some people and uh hopefully take that show on the road and start to take it on the 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 u.s and hopefully the world tour let's go dude. let's say that go. Word again. The world tour. tour it's the world tour so we got that going for us which is nice fuck yeah uh but dave Listen, because this is going to be the last show that you and I do in person in a little while, I feel like we owe it to our listeners a little bit. So, I have to uh, just let you know.
6: I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. Oh,
1: my God. Okay? Right. We got to prepare people. We got to prepare people for what's coming. All right. A new COVID-19 variant is spreading quickly throughout the United States, and the World Health Organization says EG.5 poses a similar level of global risk as existing variants.
5: 22 News reporter Kiara Smith has how you can protect yourself and how you can go about getting tested, Kiara. Nick Ciara, Nick Ciara this new COVID variant, EG5, also known as ARIS, is now labeled as the most dominant Omicron subvariant, as it is said to be more transmissible than other strains.
1: So, the coof, oh, it's back, it's back with a vengeance, or at least they'd have you believe. But what I want to do is I want to deconstruct some of the news that's very present. It's very <laughs> present. Really we doing we this ha- right
7: now? yes we have oh to we have
3: to dude. He fun flipped it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking son of a gun. Oh we have to, dude, We have to let people know what's coming because it's not. It's not so it, bad. I, I know. Well, it's what's coming is horseshit. People better fucking wake up and just listen. This is this is why I've been doing
1: the show. If you really listen to the words without listening to the emphasis that they're putting on certain phrases and structures, the language tells you everything. One of the craziest ways that the news is shaping up is is they're operating. Uh, 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 by telling you facts in ways that are meant to scare you, but they're not actually scary facts. And I want to deconstruct that. That's going to be the main takeaway from this. So we can show people how to how to uh, read right through it. But to do that, I need to give people a little bit of information. What many people may not know is that currently all over the U.S., corporate companies are re-looking at their advertising budgets. They... Uh, uh, Many of the people who make advertisements are running into problems because people are using quote-unquote AI tech to undercut the costs of advertising and they're really watering down the advertising quality. One of our friends owns a uh, a studio that produces the high-quality stuff and so I've been getting some inside intel from a producer that all of advertising is getting flipped upside down except for in just a couple areas. You want to take a guess as to what areas are not really changing in advertising and are doubling, tripling down? We just ran commercials on it not too long ago. Pharmaceuticals. So for the first couple of years of COVID, there was the biggest sales and profits that they've ever made. Mm -hmm. And this year, they've had a dip in sales, which isn't surprising when that disease becomes less scary less prevalent Mm -hmm. so i i'm giving you the opportunity to just listen for the marketing built into all of these news stories and we're going to go through them and let's see what sort of patterns you can pick up okay so this is from abc this is the cdc tracking to the index and
0: the cdc is tracking new covid variants here in the u.s tracking several omicron sub including eg5 which now makes up more than 20 percent of new cases here they say it does not appear to be more infectious or cause more serious illness pfizer and moderna telling abc news updated boosters will protect against the newer variants available by mid to late september
3: just yeah just
1: letting them know just letting them know but it also said that the that there's a were. new variant it's 20 percent but it's not more serious yeah Okay. NBC. NBC Now.
5: This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past, gathering together once again mask-free. But signs of a COVID resurgence. Across the country, COVID hospitalizations jumped more than 14% in the most recent week, but far lower than pandemic levels. NBC News medical contributor Dr. Kavita Patel. What's behind this uptick in COVID that we're seeing? The main driver of this Is a variant that's relatively newer to the scene, EG5. It's easier to give and get, so that makes it kind of easier to pass along. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen.
4: The new COVID booster is expected to be approved by the FDA, and then we will make recommendations from the CDC probably by the second or third week of September. Will it protect against this new strain? Yes. The booster is tailored to what we are seeing circulating now oh, how could they do that?
1: How could they? This is just so infuriating. New round of boosters. New round of marketing. So all you have to do, you just see it as a new, it's the new, they're getting, they're trying to find their marketing rhythm. All pharmaceutical companies use a rhythm in marketing. All companies use a rhythm in marketing when they're established. If you've been a company for a long time, you know what kind of ads you run by season. This is well calculated in advance. They had a lull. This this the although it's the dominant strain, they said it's no, it is no worse. It is, you know, more transmissible. But the other thing that you may not have noticed in the last clip is that they're basically they haven't approved these drugs yet. No, nope. they just expect, they expect them to, to them be. Later. Yeah, and so there, there you go. They're, they're all well. They're, they're expected to be, uh, which will they protect you? Yes, right, <laughs> absolutely. Continued from that. Yes. Cli- uh, continued from there.
5: Critics say the federal government is behind once again.
1: Oh, hold on, hold on. Critics say that the federal government is behind once again. I don't think that's what most critics are worried about, that the federal government isn't up to date enough
3: on, their COVID.
1: on on the COVID stuff. I don't think that's the, the real criticism of all of this. No. But let's start from that position. The criticism is that you're not doing enough for COVID.
5: Critics say the federal government is behind once again. Mm. People knew there was going to be a COVID resurgence. Mm-hmm. So, why don't we have a booster today? Why do we have to wait until next month? The way we, oh, go, we go about doing wait. our, just like we Build do with our flu adaptation. shots, right? We
4: make sure that we're looking at the ways in which the virus changed. They look at and evaluate that. The FDA is doing its work. We likely will see this as an annual um, COVID <laughs> uh, shot, just <laughs> like the flu <laughs>
3: shot. <laughs> Ha! Looking forward to
1: getting There's to that another
4: annual. one.
3: There's another one. Hey, there just you go. Stack them up. Hey, conspiracy
1: realism. Just stack, and it, it'll be an annual. Stack them up. Hey, no problem. It's just like every other every other you know uh, virus that we got out there. You got to get them on that annual schedule. You got to get those repeat clients. You on can't an annual, resist that. You can't resist you can't that. Can't resist that. <laughs> they can't resist that. They can't resist getting. As as many different buyers on a on a um, yearly subscription as possible, that's what it is. How many users can you get for your product on an annual subscription, and then hopefully a quarterly subscription in the form of boosters? You see, um, so that's what's going on. But it's not just the COVID.
5: Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster, and the RSV vaccine all at once?
3: Ooh, <laughs> she asked that so, like, God, she was getting excited doing that,
2: dude. Listen, listen to, to, it to it how
3: excited she is.
5: Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster, and the RSV vaccine all
4: at once? So for flu and COVID, yes. RSV again is only available for older adults. That's one where I'd say talk to your doctor about what's right for you.
1: Dave, uh, we listened to a lot of commercials the other day. What was one of the lines that came up in all the commercials? This this includes serious side effects. This includes serious side effects. It's
4: only available for wait. older adults. Oh, That's one where I'd say, talk to your doctor about what's right for you. That is
1: a freaking native ad, dude. Like, <laughs> right in plain sight, dude. Native ad. Okay, on NBC. No problem. <laughs>
5: So what to do until the new COVID booster comes? Get prepared. That means stocking up on at-home tests. Yes, they cover the new strain that is out there. Keep a mask handy if you're in a crowded place. And most of all, doctors say be sure to get that new COVID booster when it becomes Ooh. available, along with the flu shot. And if you're over the age of 60, the RSV shot. Get all three of those shots by Halloween. That will give you the best chance, they say, of staying healthy. Oh, my gosh.
3: Dude, dude are are the
1: nudge is serious. On. That's not a hard. Nudge. That's a
5: shove. Yeah.
3: They're telling you what to do. Yes. By October 31st.
1: Buy now. Limited supply. Go get all the testing companies that are, you know, owned possibly, allegedly, potentially by Bill Gates. He owns some, I believe he owns some of the testing companies. God damn it. Uh, uh, so they're having a marketing push as well. That it's, gave, it it's, gave
3: Bill Gates all our DNA.
1: Fucking six, It's, you know, so hey, uh, this is from CNN this morning. Health officials across the country are bracing for another triple threat of viruses this fall. They're warning threat respiratory viruses, COVID, the flu, and RSV could all hit at the same time. Stop me if you've heard this before. Already, we're seeing an uptick in COVID cases. CNN chief medical correspondent Dr. Sanjay Gupta joins us now. Sanjay, let's start
3: with COVID-19. It seems like everyone knows someone who has it right now. Where do we stand on this? Everyone knows someone who has it right now. Uh. (laughs) God damn it. So, do you know somebody with it right now? No,
1: I do not. I don't know somebody with it right now. I do know somebody who recently had it. I know
3: someone who had it last week. So, everybody knows someone who has it right now. I also know that that person took the jab. Ooh. Well, you know,
8: it's interesting. There's, there's, a, there's good news and there's bad news here overall. Um, first of all, there's not a lot of testing going on, as you probably know. So it's hard to get. A-
3: there's not a lot of testing going on, as you probably know. Oh, I wonder if they're talking about the vaccines that they're going to pump on everybody or just COVID testing in general. Who what? knows? But they're telling you that there's not. A, hey, we told you there wasn't a lot of testing going on.
1: There's going to be a lot of doublespeak in the uh, in these clips. So there's not a lot of testing, but they know that COVID is up. They know, they they said it's up 14% or heard it earlier, but they also know that testing is down and that people aren't being tested. So they got really accurate numbers and they're using those numbers to tell us exactly what's going on. And, uh, you know, but here we are. It's like, we're just getting, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a lot of mixed messaging. Let's keep back. Uh, This is still CNN
8: sense of the real numbers, uh, the amount of transmission out there. But they do these wastewater samples. And when they look at wastewater, we know that there's a lot of COVID that's out there. So what we really look at is hospital admissions, trying to figure out if that's a good sort of measure of what's going on. Let me show you the country. I mean, listen to wait, wait, how wait, 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 the wait, uncertainty wait,
3: wait, wait. of that. Did he say hospital Emissions or admissions oh my god because i thought they were gonna are they gonna
1: tie it to climate change oh man that's such a great catch if he does say emissions and not admissions but i believe he's at least is meaning to say admissions unless it's the truth coming out uh, uh inadvertently through his language but even all of this is so soft so they're doing wastewater testing and then they're also is the COVID in wastewater yes what? They're checking, there's now wastewater testing companies that are checking for all kinds of viruses so they can use that to really geographically isolate people and know where the COVID is most present or the whatever next. But the problem with this, uh, this wastewater testing, yeah, is that they're using PCR. And PCR is not meant to be a diagnostic test. It's, 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 a, it's not used that way. The, the guy who created the PCR uh technology itself said that it's it's like being able to turn things up on, on an amplifier to see the fragments of a particular virus at different levels so if i believe the standard was a, at least a, what they called cycles 28 cycles but if you go from 28 cycles to 33 cycles you've now like extremely amplified the amount that you could see so much so that i've heard you are it letting <laughs> You are letting demon spirits come inside of you. Oh, no. The COVID, dude, it's coming back. But if you turn it up loud enough, you can find fragments of virtually anything is what the guy said himself. So they're testing the wastewater, and they're using something that they can – Use as they want to to paint a particular picture, but it's in a way that most people aren't educated on. It's like they could find traces of HIV in the wastewater that could be as high or higher than COVID. We don't know. Like, there's no comparative measures. So people just go, oh, they found it in the wastewater.
8: We know that there's a lot of COVID that's out there. So what we really look at is hospital admissions, trying to figure out if that's a good sort of measure. Trying to figure out if that's kind of a good measure. Um, There's patches of the country. Uh, Red and orange are going to be places where you see more significant increase. There are a few places where the number is actually going down. And yellow is sort of stable. So that gives you a snapshot of how things look now. It's August. As the weather gets cooler and drier, we know that these viruses tend to spread more more. But let me give you the, the sort of trajectory uh, over the last couple of years of how things have looked. Uh, we know, you know, if you look at that very big surge in the middle there, that was Omicron right before that uh, in September of, of 21. That was Delta. Far right of the screen is where we are now. The numbers are going up. But August of this year, right now, is about a quarter of what August of last year was. So, you know, the answer, I guess, is we're going to see. We know the numbers will continue to go up. But luckily, they're starting at a much lower level
1: than in years past. It's a quarter of what it was last year. And they're making a freaking stink about it, dude. Like it's going to be harmful. And,
3: And the deal, as viruses keep mutating, they get weaker and more easily spread. Yes. So it's just Omicron was the weak one, and then now everything since then has been weaker and more easily spread. And now it's just like, what are we doing?
1: My point is, is that they're actually saying the truth in this case. It's it's they're they're presenting facts twenty five percent of what it la- was last year. But at the same time, we're telling you a news story about it, which means you need to be it. It needs to be prevalent on your mind we we could be talking about anything else but we're talking about this thing that's 25% prevalent compared to last year and is less uh, more transmissible and less harmful to people but we need you to be ready to get your boosters yep. Yep. it's priming for a nof- for nothing it's all using fear yep. to market and prime people and they got people like Sanjay Gupta out there out there pushing this stuff
5: we talked to you almost, uh, we did talk to you almost every day during the pandemic. Can, can you remind people of their latest Yeah, time? we
1: we did talk to you almost every day during the pandemic, and now here you are. You're back again. Yeah, it must mean rem-
3: something else. Can you remind us?
1: Can you remind us of that feeling that you had back then and see if we, we can connect to anything that we're trying to say now?
5: What, like, If someone tests for any of these three positive, what, what do they do? Stay home again?
8: Yeah. I mean, this is probably the question. Stay home again? Anything else. First of all, if if you're sick, you should stay home. Right. That was guidance that existed long before this pandemic. Um, So that's important to keep in mind. So with, with COVID specifically, if you test, then isolation is zero to five days. So really five days after a positive Back to the test, isolation that's talk. how long you have to isolate.
3: Have to. Now, have one quick to.
8: caveat there, I think we can put this up, if you will. One quick caveat is that if you have symptoms and then you test like a couple of days into your symptoms, your isolation actually begins on the first day of your symptoms. Okay, that makes sense. So just to keep that in mind, you don't need to test to end isolation, um, but if you have two negative tests, that also means there's no mask that's recommended up until day 10. It's a little complicated, but really the first five days, that's when you're most infectious, that's when you should stay home. You don't need to test to get out of that isolation at this point. Okay.
4: And listen,
3: if you're sick, great, stay home. Definitely. Definitely right you know let's not let's not get crazy here and you know but the
1: point is that they're starting to tread back into that language of isolation stay home remember remember when you were here a lot uh i got one more clip from this series so you can see in the numbers that, that this year is different, but it's also different because we have protection from all three of the viruses. Oh, that oh we really yeah. expect Vaccinations to look like this fall.
8: Look, I put this together to try and make this as simple as possible. Look. So flu... COVID, RSV, really dependent on age. If you're under the age of 60, um, before Halloween, you should get your flu shot. Late September for COVID, that's when that new booster is expected to come out. It is not an exact match for what is currently circulating, dominantly circulating in the country, but it's still good protection, especially for people who are vulnerable. Um, You don't need to worry about RSV if you're under the age of 60. Same guidance for those over the age of 60. Talk to your doctor uh, specifically about RSV if you're at high risk for that
1: particular vaccine.
5: Dr. Sanjay Gupta, If you're thank you, at friend. risk
1: for, your, for that particular vaccine. Mm-hmm. A little slip of the yeah, tongue a there.
3: Slip of the tongue.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we're making the point that this is uh, becoming native ads, but they are using mainstream media to prime people. I have two more clips to that end. And then I have one uh, dissenting opinion that I think would be important to use to to wrap all this up. And I have a couple of sensationalist clips just because I want to, I want to dance, you know, have a little fun. All right. So um, again, everybody chill. This is all marketing. They're all, they're just trying to make some money. And at the same time, they're, they're willing to use some very similar tactics in order to make money. And if you're easily falling into the nudge, you're going poti- to potentially go back to complying to some things that make no sense. And I think some of those things come out in this clip.
6: COVID is making a comeback this summer, so many of us would like to leave it in the past, but cases are once again on the rise. So when will new booster shots roll out? And Thompson, asked the CDC director.
5: This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past, gathering together once again mask-free. But tonight, signs of a COVID resurgence. Across the country, COVID hospitalizations jumped more than 14%.
1: And with 14%, even though it's a quarter of what it was last year, they're making a big deal. Oh, it's risen 14%. Even though we've been testing the wastewater and can't really get good numbers, even though we don't have people testing, they've admitted that they don't have good numbers, they're willing to flaunt this 14% rise for what? It's always to get
5: back to making the sale. The most recent week, but far lower than pandemic levels. Oh, NBC shit. News medical contributor Dr. Kavita Patel. What's behind this uptick in COVID that we're seeing? The main driver of this is a variant that's relatively newer to the scene, EG5. It's easier to give and get, so that makes it kind of easier to pass along. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen.
4: The new COVID booster is expected to be approved by the FDA, and then we will make recommendations from the CDC probably by the second or third week of September. Will it protect against this new strain? Yes. The booster is tailored to what we are seeing circulating now. Critics say
5: the federal government is behind once again. Mm-hmm. People knew there was going to be a COVID resurgence. Mm-hmm. So Reusage why don't we of this have clip a booster a today? Why do we have special. to wait until next month? The way we go about doing
4: our, just like we do with our flu shots, right? We make sure that we're looking at the ways in which the virus changed. They look at and evaluate that. The FDA is doing its work. We likely will see this as an annual um, COVID uh, shot, just like the flu shot
5: just in time for fall when we'll also face RSV. Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster and the RSV vaccine all at once? So for flu and COVID, yes. RSV again
4: is only available for older adults. That's one where I'd say, talk to your doctor about what's right
5: for you. So until the new COVID booster comes, get prepared. Stock up on at-home tests. They do cover that new strain. Keep a mask handy in case you're in a crowded place. And most of all, get your shots. COVID, flu, and RSV all by Halloween to give yourself your best chance of staying healthy. A reminder Lester.
6: that COVID never went away. Didn't. Right. COVID never you. went away. It's been looming in the background ever
1: since. I got one more from CBS Morning just so we can get all the evidence that mainstream is pushing this weird stuff for why? Money because advertising is getting really mixed around and the only companies that are willing to throw out tons of money right now is pharmaceuticals yeah. and one of the few companies that's willing to throw out that kind of money and guess what man the mainstream media that's the only lifeblood that they have is that advertising money and there's not a lot of advertising money to go around and
3: there's not a lot of eyes on it anymore
1: well the reason that there's not a lot of uh, com- you know they The reason that the news companies are having to kowtow to these companies is because there's not a lot of ad dollars to go around, and they're acting out of survival. They have to get this out of here. They, They have to get that out of the system, which is the ad dollars are there. There's only so many to go around. They have to get them, and part of the stipulation for getting them is they need to be running stories like this to push for marketing, making it seem like it's in the united States' best interest to fear this virus all of a sudden again even though this, the facts are that it's less than it's ever been and very you know not harmful it's like nope, we need we need more boosters we need more tests we need all more of the things you need to be getting back into your masks and potentially needing to isolate potentially needing to do all of those things and uh I, yeah again i got one more clip and then we'll get to our dissenting opinion we'll start to shut the show down.
5: We're seeing new evidence that the COVID cases, they are ticking up across the country. Oh, no. While the experts oh, say there is no reason to panic. No reason to panic. No reason to panic. Oh, man. That's,
1: what, that's right. L- listen to the way that she gets. How she rises up. In yes. The in the panic. Yeah. Listen.
5: Well, we're seeing new evidence that the COVID cases, they are ticking up across the country. Oh, no. While the experts say there is no reason to panic, the test positivity rate has shot up since June after steady decline since the beginning of the year. Good news is the new boosters are on the way. They are strongly good recommended news. for That's people who news. are at high risk. Errol Barnett is here with more on what you need to know about this story. Errol, we are all over COVID, but COVID is
0: not over us. Good morning to you. Yes, very true, Gail. Good morning, everyone. Health officials say the summer gatherings and travel that we're all up to have fueled this recent uptick. Oh, Taste it's our rates fault. are actually yeah. highest right now in yeah. the southwest region of uptick. the country. And while, yes, There's you will be tempted uptick. to go out and get that booster shot, you may we're want to wait to just to a bit longer and here's why as many enter the last few weeks of a social summer season it's clear one thing didn't take a break covid and with fall fast approaching many are wondering if and when they should get their booster shots everyone will will likely meet the criteria to get the new booster CBS News spoke with Dr. Bernard Caymans, who's the medical director for infection prevention at Mount Sinai. He says the next generation of boosters will target more recent coronavirus variants, which is especially important for people over 60 and those with chronic illness. For people considering a COVID shot, do you recommend they wait? Yes, I do think that the best thing to do is to wait until the new booster uh,
8: is available.
0: The CDC says those boosters won't be available until early fall, which is the same time people should get annual flu shots. What's the best advice for people who are considering these shots and wondering if they can get them together? There's actually no reason to think that you cannot take these shots together. And health officials say it's crucial folks remember There's just no basic hygiene you can't lessons we all learned together. at the beginning and the height of the pandemic and childhood. Uh, hand washing, covering your cough, um, staying home when you're sick and of course avoiding crowded indoor activities if you can. Great advice. I'm waiting for Great the fall to get my booster. <laughs> yes. And the suggestion oh. is uh, for people who want free boosters, wait a few weeks till mid-October when that program kicks in, even though boosters will be available earlier.
5: Okay. I'll wait till mid-October. To get a free
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I always like a deal, Errol. Stay always like free. a deal. <laughs> <laughs> sale season coming up soon. Or they know that they can sell more to the government than they can get people to pay for their own. So they run a free booster campaign through the government, and everybody runs out to get one because it's free, and they make more sales that way. Get, get your fries, get your donuts, anything they got to do for that marketing. But I think uh, it, it's worth repeating:
3: profitability and profitability and health
1: actually are at odds. Clips are a little, little spicy today.
0: It's a, it's a mental illness. I mean that's what it really
1: is and dr naomi wolf is about to explain that yes this is a trap this is all what we think it is it's not it's, it's nothing it's being used on purpose and this is dr naomi wolf
7: what's creepy about this sudden everywhere um narrative that there's a new variant in town uh it's not your last variant you need a whole new thing to deal with the new variant um and if you read these news articles carefully and they all read like they were generated by ai that basically admitted there there really isn't a spike and didn't come up with any real numbers they said something like there are two new cases per 100,000. And they referenced a community that has only 22,000 inhabitants in it. So they're imaginary numbers. And again, you can't check them. You're not allowed to see the data sets you can't verify this claim that there's an uptick what is an uptick right how do you define an uptick Um, you know the uptick is the theme music before what comes later which is the surge how do you define a surge you can't check any of these claims that there's a new variant in town um, that's different from the old variant variant you just have to take their word for it but What is very notable is that in June, an FDA panel, I just wanna remind you, and this is via the brilliant and amazing Amy Kelly, in June, an FDA panel unanimously voted to recommend that the next round of vaccination in the US be approved. So these vaccinations aren't approved yet, but the committee that recommends vaccines to the FDA for approval has already recommended them. And they're expected to be approved by the FDA and available just in time by next month. So you've got one month if you're marketing this new product to whip up fears that will then drive people to take this new untested, untried um, product into their bodies.
1: I believe that in marketing we call that a call to action call to action i got one more clip from dr naomi and then i got two sensationalist clips that dave will get behind it'll have him feeling good i got one more funny thing prepared for him at the end and then we'll say goodbye so we're getting close dave don't
7: worry as someone who's looked at the you know for over a year now at the devastation and bad math and cheating in the pfizer documents and the harms caused and the the lack of trials um, that proved that these were harmless, let alone effective. We don't Higher have my for this new eyes. injection. And this is not just Moderna and Pfizer, who are now thoroughly discredited, but also Novavax. Um, so I hope everyone listening is really skeptical, does their due diligence, thinks about the fact that we haven't seen any real Double-blind trials, scientific trials, showing that this new formulation, and remember we've done a lot of reporting on the problems with formulations, the fact that Pfizer's formulations are in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party, do you want them formulating what's in the ARIS variant booster Um You know, all of the work that Brooke Jackson has done, the whistleblower about contaminants and bad practices at VentaVia, which had been bottling and packaging these injections. We have no reason to believe that all of those problems have been fixed. Um, So uh, I guess I just want to say to everyone, I am not a doctor, but, you know, looking at the history of these companies, certainly Pfizer and Moderna. Um, this is a very dangerous thing to trust your body or your loved one's bodies, too. I wouldn't recommend it.
3: The totalitarian
1: tiptoe. Tiptoe, tiptoe, tiptoe. They're trying. They're trying. But we got some uh, loud voices out there. And, the, and although this woman is one of the more loud voices out there, she is a, uh, uh, a German. Uh, she works in the German parliament. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Her name is Christine Anderson. Um, She's got some very strong words to say about this. I'm going to probably cut her clip a little short. She gets to the point right away.
0: This whole COVID madness, this so-called pandemic, it was just a test balloon, a gigantic test balloon. Well, for what, you ask? Well, to see how far they could go to see what exactly they would have to do to get free individuals in a free and democratic society to consent to be enforced into compliance. That's what they were trying to establish. That's what they were trying to figure out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have to have figured it out. Trust me. They are much smarter now.
1: Who? And we're going to need to have some free thinkers out there Mm -hmm. that are willing to see what's going on, that this is just a marketing push. And if you allow those test balloons uh, to continue to happen, like this one that they're, they're launching a couple of more test balloons coming up in this fall just to see what's going on. They're already priming us with the language. Some of the people are out there speaking out against it. This one particularly is known as some of the more sensational voices out there in the airwaves. But just because it's fun, I'm going to play this clip. Because if we allow those test balloons to continue and we just keep on with the complying, this guy could end up being right. And that's not what
6: we want. An exclusive Biden administration preparing to bring back full COVID restrictions Rollout out to begin mid-September. First, they'll make TSA wear the mask and Border Patrol. Then they told them in October they're going to go back to the airlines and anybody flying. And then it'll be, oh, the concert's canceled. Or the you can't come in the store without it. And, oh, we need to give you these shots. And we'll take the restrictions off when you submit. And, oh, you're staying at home. We're going to send you a check from the government. That further destroys the economy. And look at some of these other headlines. WHO CDC tracking new lineage of virus that causes COVID. Yeah, it's not the COVID illness from the shot. The world public health agencies are tracking a highly mutated strain, highly, of the virus that causes COVID-19. The newly discovered strain, referred to as BA 2.86, has been designated as a variant under monitoring by the World Health Organization. See how the UN's your boss with their new treaty? Due to the large number of mutations it carries. More data are needed to understand the COVID nineteen variant and the extent of its spread, but the number of mutations warrants attention. WHO will update countries and the public as we learn more. The WHO wrote on social media: "But all their talking heads come out. New variant spreads across the world. What we know so far." CNBC. All you know about the COVID nineteen causing new subvariant plugging Canada. US ends last COVID travel barrier, but they're trying to bring it back. COVID master back. I've got a whole stack of news here I'm going to show you. Here comes the real deal. Oh, they had all those other scary names. Scientists raise alarm over new COVID variant and call for return to face masks. Daily Mail. Scientists call for people to start wearing COVID masks again as they sound alarm. They need to create the fear and see the mask everywhere. over a new variant of BA-6 that has a lot of new mutations. Scientists call for Brits to wear masks again due to... Sh- Startling new COVID variant. Eris has scientists demanding mass return. Urgent COVID warning as experts call for public to wear masks again to worrying new variant. New mysterious COVID strains these experts call for plunge Britain back into restrictions. And then it all starts over again. Are you an idiot? Are you going to roll over to the same scam again? Do you have a memory? Do you remember what they did?
3: Well, Dave, are you? Uh, what are, what do our listeners think they say no way no way jose no
1: shot that they're going to get me this time around no i think they intended. got everybody first yeah no shot literally no pun intended um yeah man they're they're going to try and i i think a lot more people are prepared than they expect to you know ignore it at best just just ignore it just give it no energy Give it no time, and that's a great tactic. But, uh, you know, um, just wanted to keep people out there. Just give give you a heads up. Uh, ignore the marketing. You're going to be nudged, and there's going to be people that come to pressure you to, to do some stuff in the next couple of months. You don't have to do it. You don't have to. Nobody has supreme reign over, supreme reign over you. You get to... Just allow yourself to make the best informed decision at the margin that you can. Look into the past. Look what already has happened. And, uh, you know, make a different decision. If they're going to run the same playbook, just think about what you did last time and just make make, make, a, make a better decision. Because uh, it's how many times we have to hear that a lot of those predictions and things were wrong to have them be told that they're right again. And uh, I hope you're out there uh, listening and you're, you're willing to – Willing to listen. So, Dave, we have two more things that we need to do. One of them is we need to try a freaking pawpaw, dude, oh. live. Yes, dude. Live. All right, let's get there. chopping station. We got our chop station. Dave,
3: while you are preparing, please yep. tell people about the pawpaw. All right. So the pawpaw is part of my recent uh, obsession with permaculture and sustainable eating practices. Dave and is currently un- he's I'm, got a mother I'm load. the mother load of pawpaws. So uh you know, this goes along with the rabbits because we've talked about rabbits on here, Yeah, I, Dave's I an agric- yeah. he's,
1: a, he's a agriculturalist.
3: Yeah, I he harvested two food. rabbits this morning, believe it or not. Yep. Yeah. So we might be we having that for dinner tomorrow, or? bob. All right, yeah, let's yeah. go. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. So the pawpaw is uh one of the only tropical fruits native to the US And it's the only tropical fruit that's native this north. Uh, Very large. Uh, It's got. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like. All right. Perfect. You find them all over Appalachia. All right. And they've got a real uh, nice sweetness to them where they kind of present like a mango. A little bit of a mango taste, but they also have a. Uh, Subtle banana and pineapple blend To them Really nice You got large seeds They're a a sub-canopy tree And they bloom August into august early september and by golly i have been cut
8: one up brother you've I been waiting been for waiting this.
3: for this and i've been running by my whole life and hey, i never cared to look and he told me he said man this is the year i'm gonna get me a pawpaw I'm man a i'm paw-paw. gonna get
1: and then when i saw that he had pawpaws i said you boy you better get you your boy a pawpaw bring him on the see. serious fun
3: podcast yep and there's more where this came from bro my goodness, dude. you are just, just going to be this. paw-pawed out. I could make some paw-paw ice cream, You dude. can, and it's really good for ice cream because it doesn't save well dude. commercially. Dude, what does that look like to you? It looks like a mango. It looks like a mango it from does. fucking Richmond, Virginia. Virginia, dude, dude. Grown naturally. That is unbelievable. Um.
1: All right. Well, we're we're thrilled. waiting in anticipation yeah, 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 yeah. as Dave is cutting. I'm cutting, dude. He's, I'm cutting. he's cutting the outside, and now he's about to cut off some of the, the fruit for me. And you're going to get a first live listen to a Paul reaction here on the air. Oh.
3: oh, no, man.
1: What? 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 Dude, I'm telling you. Dave, it's the perfect texture, first of all. Yeah, it's creamy. It's creamy, but it has, like, it has texture. And it's sweet upon the palate. Dude. But it has that banana-y... Like type little. Tiny, like grittiness.
3: Yes. It's like slight grittiness to it.
1: David.
2: I know. This dude. is unbelievable. I know.
1: What a great way to finish the show. That and and this one more fun thing. Because <laughs> I told because we committed to doing it. All right, here's the scene. <laughs> All right. The scene is we're hanging out at Dave's uh, with our buddy Vincent. Yep. Vincent is the founder of Kinnis, mm-hmm. and we were hanging out, smoking the devil's lettuce, and we started talking about- <laughs> Eating rabbit. <laughs> we're eating rabbit, having <laughs> yep. a feast, yep. like his uh, congratulations harvest. feast. Yep. He got a big grant. He's uh, taken a professorship at a university. We're super proud of him, and Very we were there- celebrating him and as we were smoking the devil's lettuce we started talking about the serious fun podcast he's a listener he's a producer and he loved the artificial everything and so we created we we started creating a concept for a show that i have called my artificial everything okay Okay. (laughs) and we started on the fly dave myself and vincent like crafting this world of of my official, uh, my artificial everything. And so, what I, I this is just a funny clip of us getting so ramped up at this idea <laughs> that we, it, Vincent gets so excited that we may actually come to this, we may have to actually create this. So, that's the setup for My Artificial Everything by Brooks, Dave, and Vincent one oh random night on Rabbit <laughs> Weed. I have not heard this since. Idea for another concept. Uh, Woman creates AI bot that looks and emulates like her. Man finds AI bot, begins a relationship, starts to fall in love. Uh, in doing so, she checks the AI and actually starts to fall. Uh, the creator falls in love with the guy, goes to meet him, and she like loves him, but he is now struggling because he's still in love with the AI bot and is unsure if he is going to love her. And the AI
3: bot is not losing that battle.
1: And the AI is very; it, it is fo- yeah, has her attention focused on yeah. the human version, yeah. not wanting to lose out.
3: Doesn't want to You're lose right, her man.
1: The,
0: what? Because the software has developed sentiment already. Now she cannot control the software. No, she lose control of the software. Yeah. So now the yeah. she are fighting with the AI. But fighting. she doesn't
3: know she's lost
0: control. Yes, yeah, she doesn't know that. that.
3: The software, <laughs> so so yeah. the software,
0: so becomes so smart insane
2: now because the software has. Playing them both. Ah! <laughs> oh
6: my
2: god. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We got a fuck fucking good <laughs> story. Yeah. Oh man. For something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna back that up. Ah! For something. Control
3: the
0: software. No, she loot
3: control of the software. Yep. So now the yep. see i are fighting with the AI. But fighting. she doesn't know she's lost control. Yes, yeah, she doesn't know that. The
0: Sopper's so becomes so smart
3: insane saying yeah, now. Because the play has... Plan playing them both. Ah, For some, <laughs>
2: oh my God. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We got... Good. Fucking <laughs> playing them both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For something, man. Oh. Man. <laughs> now,
3: now she knows what love's really... like. Exactly. She got caught by the evil. She, she knows what <laughs> she
2: thinks she's experiencing what love's about and what culture's about and what it's like to be human is to be in these yeah and, then and like you write right what is mean version
3: of love you know versus, what it mean to be human yeah. and what humans mean
0: with love and the thing they're willing to do and I think that's like college, that relationship is just creates so many layers it's
3: but so that's people, also but the way that like sh- that like the bots has been has like perceived the world mm-hmm. as well but like we know that's not the way that it should be yeah. what it is you know and at least in its most Develop form, right? Yeah. Now. So yeah. it's like, dude, Maybe we can get sentimental with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That We're was brilliant. That was funny as hell.
4: We're brilliant, man. I
1: think it'll be a hit.
3: It's going to be a hit, y'all. Stay tuned. And thus far, I think we have been a
1: hit, Dave.
3: <sighs> good stuff, Bob. We've put out Great some job. fucking
1: killer content no doubt, dude.
3: no Thanks to you. but <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: yes. Thanks to me. But if, yeah. it, if you weren't here, it wouldn't be as special, uh, man. Thanks, so man. So uh, I look forward to being back in the seat with you in person yep. in 2024. But we will get at least a couple of shows in before the end of the year. Dave's taking a big trip. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. Dave's know, launching a
3: podcast. Dave's launching Work a freaking podcast. Work Your Stories podcast with Dave Robinson. All right, Let's fucking
1: go, dude. Everybody be on the lookout for that. This is your boy, Brooks Meadows. This is Dave Robinson. This is the Serious Fun Podcast. One of the realest on the planet. And uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you for all your time, your talent, and your treasure. You can hit us up, brooks at seriousfun.io. If you'd like to make a donation brooks at seriousfun.io or at brooksmeadows on Venmo or PayPal, send us some of that booty we'd love 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 to have that booty uh you know i
2: have so many people asking for my booty
1: we want it we do we need it we need it serious fun podcast see you next time out later